And then we get to the business of $10 a day daycare. Now remember, this is a deal worked out between the province and the federal government. And the idea is that the federal government will pump money to the province and the province will subsidize daycare to the point where people can get daycare for $10 a day. Problem is that the daycare center has to sign on for it. And the issue for many is that there is a huge amount of paperwork and having to establish all kinds of things about your, you know, your practice as a daycare. There's also the fact that we have a strata of different kinds of daycare. I mean, there are people who do it because they believe almost messianically in the idea that daycare transforms a society and puts your kids on a better footing for when they get to school. So they'll do anything and they'll run not-for-profit. But then there are all kinds of other people out there for whom it is a business model. Good and simple. So why are we talking about it again this morning? Because tomorrow is the deadline for a daycare to sign in or sign out. And many parents, you know, your kids are already in daycare. And if your center doesn't sign on for it, then you're not getting $10 a day daycare. Maggie Moser is director of the Ontario Association of Independent Child Care Centers and joins us now for some more background. Hi, Maggie. It's nice to have you back. Hi, thank you very much for having me here. Now, I have to think this isn't like, you know, the contract negotiations between the province and the uh, education workers that, you know, people aren't going to rush to sign up by the end of today. We, we probably know as of today who's in and who's out. Uh, actually, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I, we keep receiving different reports of numbers. and um, But these are private decisions that all of the centres, non-profit and for-profit, are, are making alike. Uh, we know only when people have said. I know the ministry will be publishing a list of centres which have signed on, but I don't think it'll be available until after tomorrow. So uh, your guess is as good as mine, John, quite frankly. Um, we don't have data that is definitive. Okay, so what is the struggle in all of this? I mean, I was mapping out one of the objections that some daycare operators have about in, in order to access the program. It's this whole bureaucratic nightmare. But what is the issue that is preventing some from signing in? Okay, so first of all, just to uh, give a very brief explanation, in order for the program to work, the centers, which in terms of um, independent centers, these owners have um, borrowed money, invested money, taken out loans, mortgaged their homes, and so they're responsible for all of those funds. They've been created with private money, not public money, the way that a for pro- uh, non-profit would, of course, have been created with, you know, money inputs from the government. So these owners are still responsible for that, and particularly for many of the mortgages that they put on their family homes. And first and foremost, they have to be responsible to the banks and uh, other people in order to make sure their centers stay open. Um, In order for this program to work, the centers themselves, the businesses themselves, have to give up money. So a center will, um, by January 2023, forego 52% of the revenue that or the fees that they're charging parents. So this is money they have foregone. They do not have it coming in to pay all of the bills and the salaries, etc. And they would need to receive that full amount back if if it's not going to be the centers funding the program. In other words, if the government is actually funding the program and funding it for the parents, 
they would have to be reimbursing the centre some money they give up because otherwise the centre itself is putting money into the program. And so this has been what part of the problem is, is that the government has continually said they're going to fund the centres. But in all truth, that's not what's happening. The centres are already funded through fees. They're going to voluntarily reduce their fees and give up more than 50% of their income, which if the grocery stores did that, would be amazing for everybody. <laughs> uh, and and they're going to hope that the government is fair to them and gives them back the funds so they can continue to run the centres the same way they have been within solid business principles and complying with all the regulations on their licensing and, you know, Canada Revenue when they file their taxes and everything else. So um, this is a huge change for a business. I don't know if we've ever had a business model in, in Canada where um, uh, an industry has, has voluntarily done this um, to help the government implement um, a massive program like this. Uh, so it, it has been uh, quite a process to get to a point where um, Ontario Association of Independent Child Care Centres has been able to work with two, three levels of government, federal provincial and municipal. So today, as it stands, we have had meetings with our uh, members. We met last week with um, Minister Karina Gould from the federal government who's responsible for this program. We've met with um, pretty much everyone from the Ministry of Education at this point, including uh, Minister Lecce, and we've had many discussions with them. And at the municipal level, it's a little bit harder because, unfortunately, responsibility for dispersing the funds comes from the municipalities in Ontario. This is the, um, the system we have. And so there's 47 municipalities, and they are not all consistent, in some cases not consistent with the guidelines which the um, province has put out, and in some cases okay. they're interpreting it in such a way to make it more difficult for operators to opt in also. Sure. Well, we'll see where we are tomorrow. Thank you very much for this. Appreciate it. It's a complicated okay. file. Maggie Moser is director of the Ontario Association of Independent Child Care Centres.